Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us. This is Jen Fry. I am a Visionary Council member of the Organization of Nature Evolutionaries, and I want to say happy spring to you, and thank you for joining us on this new teleconference seminar that we're, our series that we're going to be doing. Um, shortly, I will be turning this over to Pam Montgomery. And before that, there will be a time period at the very end where you will be asked uh, or given a chance to give questions or share experiences, um, make comments. And if you would like to do that, currently everyone is muted. So if you would like to speak on your phone, please press star 5, and I will see that you are interested in speaking. And when we call on you, um, you'll hear that your microphone is unmuted, but I will also either say your name or the town where you are, um, and then you can share whatever it is you'd like to say. So it's my great pleasure to introduce our speaker today, who is Pam Montgomery. Pam is actually the vision that created, or the visionary who created the Organization of Nature Evolutionaries, and has also been working for over 30 years, bringing people into connection, deep connection with nature. And this practice over the last couple years has evolved even deeper with a number of her classes, including the plant initiations. Pam um, is considered a voice of the plants and teaches and lectures all around the globe and um, has inspired many, many people. So I hope that you enjoy this time with Pam, and I'm going to turn it over to you, Pam. Thank you. Hmm. Thank you, Jen. It's so good to be here today, and I just, again, want to reiterate what Jen is saying, that today is the beginning of spring. Woohoo! So um, I hope you all are feeling this beautiful equinox time and this place of balance of equal light and day that comes during the equinox. And I, I hope that, that today can help bring you into that place of balance. So we're talking today about our topic is remembering our indigenous soul. And that might be a new term for some of you and some maybe not, but what I'd like to begin with is just talking about the soul a, a little bit and, and what that means. And the soul is, is that part of ourselves, it's that big part of ourselves that carries on from lifetime to lifetime. So it's the, the many, many different incarnations that, that we experience. You could, you could look at it as uh, the two wings of the butterfly, where one wing of the butterfly is, is the physical, it's the seen, seen world, it's the, it's your heart space of your, both your physical heart and your emotional heart, your emotional being. So that would be one wing of the butter, butterfly. And then the, the other wing of the butterfly would be the unseen world, that, that world of spirit and the vital force. And then there's that place in the middle. So you've got that place in the middle of the butterfly, which is your soul. And your soul in this middle place is what helps to translate the sublime language of the spirit to the heart. So that so that our hearts can always be understanding what spirit is is sharing with us or telling us, but sometimes the language of spirit is is a little different and it needs to be translated. So so our soul is is the mediator. It's the one that's in the middle. It's the one between the two wings of the butterfly of the seen and the unseen world of the heart and spirit. So our soul incarnates each lifetime to 
to learn and to grow and to evolve. And each time there's we have there's different aspects of ourself each time because our soul is this very big. It's just the, it's the big us. It's the it's some would call it your higher self, but it's the big aspect of you that that holds many 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 uh, pieces. And sometimes uh, there's different aspects of ourselves that mm, might um, encounter trauma or encounter loss or something where that part of ourself chooses to leave. We would call this soul loss. And so, uh, so it it means that that our soul is is always working to to evolve and to learn and to grow. And the aspect of our soul that hasn't really been lost, but that has been forgotten, is the indigenous part. So this is another part of your soul. Is this what we would call the indigenous soul? It's, it's another aspect. And I and I can't say that it's really been lost. It's there somewhere. It might have gone into hiding, but it's it's been forgotten mostly. And it's that part of our soul that never left the earth. So, and especially in the last couple incarnations, this aspect, this indigenous soul aspect, has been has not been in the forefront because we've become separated from the earth. The the great movement into the cities separated ourselves from the earth, and this aspect of our soul, this piece of our soul, uh, became forgotten. Was was not remembered. So when we use the word indigenous, we don't necessarily, we're not referring to Native Americans or uh, any any one particular group of people, although in some arenas when you use the word indigenous, it, people think that you mean people of, of, you know, of a certain region. Really what indigenous means is being of the land and your connection to the land. So, so that's what we want to begin to remember is is what is our connection to the land, and as a as a group of human beings, we have forgotten our collective memory of the land. So this is another part of this indigenous soul is that you know there's 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 our there's our own individual soul, but then there's kind of the big soul group. And we have come together right now, I believe, as, as a soul group to, to do exactly what we're talking about today, which is to remember our indigenous soul, to remember that part of ourselves that never, that never really left the land. And this terminology, indigenous soul, actually came to me from uh, one of my teachers, Martine Prechtel, and he speaks about the indigenous soul. And I just want to read you this little piece that he writes about the indigenous soul. He says that every human being alive today, modern or tribal, primal or over-domesticated, has a soul that is original, natural, and above all, indigenous in one way or another. And like all indigenous peoples today, that indigenous soul of the modern person has either been banished to some far reaches of the dream world or is in or is in under direct attack by the modern mind. He continues that this homeless soul has become a fugitive 
and that for there to be a world at all, every indigenous, original, natural thing must start singing its song, dancing its dance, moving and breathing, each according to its own nature, saying its name, manifesting simultaneously its secret spiritual signature. So what Martine is speaking here is that we all have an indigenous soul. We all come from, at one point in time, people of the land. It's, it's in our blood. It's, 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 it's in our DNA. It's a part of who we are. And now it's, it's a matter of remembering ourselves as indigenous people, remembering that we are of the land, remembering that we're not disconnected. So it's time to start this, this remembrance process and to stop perpetuating this self-forgetting. We, we're, we're engaged in this self-forgetting. We, we don't remember who we really are. And we, you know, we take many, many classes to, to learn, who am I? Who, who, who am I, really? The self-empowerment, to become empowered in the, in, in the truth of our being and walking the path that we're here to walk. There's much distraction today, and so much of our self-forgetting is through this distraction. So it's it's time to step up and embrace our place within the landscape, to, to learn, to learn about the place we live. What is here on this land? Maybe this land is not the land of my ancestors. My ancestors came from Ireland and Scotland and England and Germany. But I have been here, and at least, as far as I know, four generations before me have been here. And so it is, it's time now for me to start remembering what it means to be on this land. So learning the plants, learning the plants, learning about the trees, learning what animals live around you, what mushrooms grow in the forest behind your house? What insects come to all of your plants? What do the bees do? What kinds of bees do you have? Spend a half a day watching honeybees and you will have evolved to another whole level. What about your soil? How rich is your soil or not? What are the minerals in your soil? What kind of stones do you have? Do you have indigenous, do you have igneous rock that's made from fire, or do you have sedimentary rock like limestone that's made from pressure? What kind of stone? All of this is a way of starting to learn about the land. And and I'm talking about learning about the physical aspects of the land, but you can also learn about the spirit of the land. What kind of energy does the land hold? Are there nature spirits that are still living in your land, or have they... So Many of the nature spirits have have gone into hiding because the land has been quite abused and so they, they, they tend to go to the go to the edges into the far reaches when the land's been abused. So what do you do? You invite them back. Invite the nature spirits back. Come back into that original trinity, that original trinity with the land, which is which is yourself, which is the plants and trees, and the nature spirits. That is the original trinity. And so you come back, you step back into that original trinity working with the nature spirits, working with the plants and the trees and all of the elements in the earth. So who are you? Who are you within this landscape? 
Are you living in co-creative partnership within this landscape? Meaning that, meaning that all that's in your landscape, all the beings that are in your landscape have an equal right to life, have an equal right to be in this landscape, just as you do too. So this is a partnership that you have with everything and everybody and all the beings that are within your landscape, the, both the seen and the unseen beings that are that are within your landscape. So I would like to share with you a meditation today, and I would like you to I will I'm going to guide you through part of it. And then part of it, I'm going to do a little bit of rattling so that you will have time to spend there yourself. And then after we are done with this, then we will have an opportunity to, to for you to share your experience. If you have questions, you can ask questions. But but sharing your experience is is a way to um, it's it's a way to tell your story. And it's and when you tell your story, it gives everybody else permission to tell their story. And as we tell different and new stories, we shift the paradigm. The paradigm changes, culture changes because we tell a new story. And so we begin to share how how we are remembering our indigenous soul, how we're coming into touch with that part of ourselves that remembers being on the land and never having left it, that remembers what it's like to be in engagement with the nature spirits while we're working with the plants and the trees. So... So what I would like you to do is just take a moment to, if you're if you're in a place where you can lay down, then that's uh, that might be helpful. If you have a candle lit beside you, if you want to light a candle beside your by your side yourself, that that would be good too. And uh, and I just want you to take a a few deep breaths, and then I'm going to begin to guide you on this meditation. And we're going to start with our central awareness. So, this is the season, this springtime season, when the sap starts flowing in the trees again. And the sap that we all know so well is the one that maple syrup gets made from. That sweet, sweet, sweetness from the maple tree. So I want you to Imagine a maple tree that's either in your yard or nearby or perhaps you've driven past places where the trees are being tapped and the sap is the sap is being gathered from the trees. And I want you to imagine the feeling. I want you to touch. I want you to use your sense of touch in your in your in your imagination of touching this maple tree. And you might even put your hands out in front of you and run your hands up and down as if you're caressing the trunk of this maple tree and feel the texture of this bark of the trunk of this tree. And maybe you might even want to place your forehead on the trunk of this tree and just feel how this beautiful maple tree, the one whose sap is flowing at this time of the year, flowing with what I would call the original spring tonic, the sap of the maple trees, the best spring tonic you can drink. Imagine imagine the feeling of that sweet sap be going down going down your throat and filling you full of this life giving 
spring time energy, the lifeblood of the maple tree. So just feel that, that touching of the tree and the sensation of sap going into your body and filling all your cells with the lifeblood, the original spring tonic. And now I'd like you to take a moment to begin to breathe and smell. Let your sense of smell begin to wake up. And in the springtime of the year, when the soil starts to warm up and it starts to melt and the frost moves out, yesterday I saw a wiggly worm and I knew that soil was melting and was warming. And I want you to begin to take in that smell of springtime soil. It's a wet, moist smell. Or perhaps you can smell the, actually smell the microbes in the soil. Smell the richness of the soil. Smell the mycelium. Allow your sense of smell just to begin to smell spring. Smell what spring smells like. There's a sweetness in the air. There's a rich moistness from the soil. As the plants begin to emerge, they emit a smell. So just give yourself a moment to smell spring. And now begin to listen. Hear the the water that's in the babbling brook, the streams that are so full of water right now from recent rains and snow melt. That sound, the sound of the water, the song that the water brings as it's running, that mountain stream water running down off the mountain, such a symphony. Just take that time to hear the sound of that water. Remembering the honoring of water, how important it is to honor the water that yesterday was the International Day of Water across the planet. And that many, many people were praying for our oceans and our lakes and our streams and our ponds and our and our deep deep water wells and our puyos and our and the cenotes and all the many, many aspects of the rain, the rainwater, all the many aspects of water that we live with every day that is so important to life on this planet. So hear it. Hear it now in all its many facets. And now to to feel the touch of the sun, of that fiery sun, of that element of fire that comes to us through the sun. Again, this life-giving force, this amazing sun that we travel around, that warms us, right, this time of the year as, as the sun returns, it starts to travel, travel toward the south, 
And if you have an opportunity to watch the movement of the sun, you can see how day by day by day, incrementally, it gets further and further. It comes up in the morning, further and further and further towards the south. And today, at this equal, equal balance point, equal amount of light and dark, of day and night, from here on, all the days get longer until summer solstice. So if you have an opportunity to watch the sun or even to greet the morning sun, the sunrise, and feel that first breath of the sun as it crests over the horizon and that warm air is pushed in front of the sun and you feel the first breath of the sun as a kiss on your cheek. So just take a moment to feel the feeling of sunlight on your body. Feel the fire of the sun. Feel the breath of that first ray of sunlight in the morning. And now as you begin to use your sense of sight, and all the beauty that you see around you, the tremendous beauty, the beauty of the of the colt's foot that's blooming right now beside the stream. First flower to come in the spring, first wildflower to come in the spring. There's other cultivated ones that come at this time, but the wild one is colt's foot that's blooming right now. It's beautiful yellow color to see. I drove down the road the other day and that flash of bright yellow and I just took my breath away and I had to stop the car and get out and drop to my knees and give thanks. Thank you so much for your beautiful bright yellowness on this spring day. Thank you. Thank you for coming again. Thank you for showing your face one more time and reminding me that, yes, spring returns and here you are. And to see the wind blowing through the trees and how the trees make their dance as that wind blows through those trees. The wind that interacts. The dance with trees. So just take a moment to working with your your sense of sight and with the air element with the air, the wind that blows through the trees and the winds that blow through the grasses. Just take this moment to experience this element and this sense. And now the fifth sense. The sense, this sense, is what some might call ether, some might call the mystery. But this fifth sense, this is the unseen. This is, ether is the space between everything. There's lots of space between all that we see out there. There's much spaciousness, and it's not empty space. It is full of life. 
It is, it's the unseen realm, although at times, in special moments, we can see it. And here's what we see when we can in this unseen realm is the vital force, that vital life force, that which makes life live. Spirit, the vital principle to help to give life. So take this moment and allow yourself to be immersed within ether and feel the space, spaciousness within. There's much space within yourself and the spaciousness outside, within your landscape. All the space that is filled with spirit. Take a moment to be with ether. And in this space that ether holds, where the spirit is held in this ether element, in all of the space, spirit is alive and well. And allow this spirit that's everywhere in all this space to touch your heart. Allow your indigenous soul, this part that remembers, that has not forgotten. Allow your indigenous soul to begin to translate all that's happening in this spirit space that's everywhere. Translate that to your heart. So bringing it into your heart. What do you remember about the land and all of its beings? What is what is spirit via the element of ether telling you, speaking to you about, informing you about, helping you to remember. And in this space, in this space, this memory space, it's not just what came before, although it is, it's what came before, but it's what is to come. So in this space of your indigenous soul, because remember, your soul is that big part of yourself. So it's that part of yourself that never dies. It's from before, and it's in the future, and it's in this present moment. Your soul exists. So now, allow yourself also, in this remembering process, to remember your future self to remember that part of yourself that's not separate from the earth. So now, in all of this remembering, with your indigenous soul helping you to remember who you really are, and spirit being translated through your indigenous soul via the element of ether to your heart, We're going to take a moment, and I'm going to do some rattling for you. And we're going to allow you to go into this space in your own way, into your own journey way, to be in touch with your indigenous soul and to remember. So just take a couple nice deep breaths. 
and then we'll begin.
So now just being gentle with yourself, coming back into your body, back into the room where you are right now. Being grateful for this opportunity to see and to glimpse and to remember your indigenous soul, that wild part of yourself, that undomesticated part of yourself, that part that's not separate from the earth and all her beings. Breathe in the gratitude and the blessing of that. So we want to have an opportunity now for for you to share your experience of this of this time together, of this journey together, or if you have any questions, but we encourage you to please tell your stories. So I believe Jen said you hit star something or other, star five or something. Um, if you yes, if you would like to share something, um please press star five. And I did forget to mention at the beginning that this call is recorded and will be available on our website. Um, but again, if you have something to share, please press star 5, and I will call on you. Don't be shy. <laughs> While we're waiting for um, others to speak, I want to thank you, Pam, um, Every time you speak about our indigenous soul, it just brings tears to my eyes, and I just am so grateful for this opportunity to be able to um, go deeper with the with nature and the plants and deepen my own connection um, with this beautiful mm-hmm. world. So thank mm-hmm. you. And so we do have someone else who wants to share. Okay. Let's see, from someone from Springfield, Mass. Hi, Jen and Pam. It's Cindy. Hi, Cindy. Hi. It's so good to hear both of you. Um, and and like, yeah. Well, so thank you for waking me up. It was really um, that was very, very different from any I feel you've ever done before. And it was um, just Ether took me through each permutation of the elements, reminding me that I'm each and every one of them, and it was just very woke me back up again. I, you know, from that sweep of I'm a human walking on the earth. Um, so thank you. It was beautiful. Hmm. Great. So when you say that ether took you through each, I think you used the word permutations. Is that the word you used? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Could you say a little more about permutations and what that means? That's a term to me. Well, hopefully I used it properly. Um, to me, it's um morphing into the different the many different um beings that we really are so mm-hmm. you know e- you know eagle took me up into the air and i was the wind mm. and then brought me down into the earth like a, a creepy crawly and then so into the soil and then um muting into the stone and then into the water and so um Eagle finally taking me back up again out of the water in in front of the sun. So just really aware of each of the pieces that make me up. Hmm. Um, And even so far as bringing the starlight and the 
rays from the planets and the moon, um, particularly in the water. That just really was a very whole experience. Hmm. Nice. Thank you. Well, thank you. Good. Yeah, no, thanks for sharing that. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> Anyone else? We have Kathy Fitch. Um, Kathy, you're on the line. Hi, ladies. Hi, Kathy. Hi. That was fantastic, Pam. Um, I had a similar but different experience to Cindy. Um, I went up first, and it was just all light. And it was, like, so bright. Like, I almost, even though my eyes were closed, I felt like I had to close my eyes. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, I was down, and I was traveling to a stream. But only, it was like I was going through the water, but the water was pouring through my body at the same time. So as I was going upstream, it was going through me and around me at the same time. And then the same, like, um, and then it was like this permeability of traveling in the water and realizing how water is in everything. And so I was in the soil and went into the mycelium, which has such an interesting smell. And mm-hmm. then, then, um, when I came up from that, there was this beautiful wild boar. And I just had this knowing that I could talk to this boar like I'm talking to you. I didn't, we didn't talk, but I just had this feeling that there was the ability to speak with animals. And, and from there, it was like into, um, a tree. And then just being, you know, feeling the coolness and that there's water in the tree. And then, into the rocks and how the ether just, you know, if you let ether be with you, that it creates enough space to shift molecular structure so that you can be part of anything and you are part of everything. Mm. And so I ended up very, very deep in the ocean and I had my first encounter was with a whale that I hugged, a big whale, and then and my right arm, my hand was on a shark. And we were swimming together. And then I went way down to the bottom, and I could feel that the pressure of the water helped to, it was helping to transmute the land and this, what was landing on the bottom of the ocean. The pressure was, was what shifted things. And then the rattle fastened, and I came back up. Wow. So it was amazing. <laughs> uh huh. Wow, thank you for that. It's beautiful. I like what you said about the um how the ether changes the molecular structure so that you it's almost like um like shape shifting or something. It's almost like you can you you can be like what you you said you can be anything, right? Is that what you have that yeah, you said? Yeah, you can go into anything. Like you can become one with it in a in a physical sense of going inside the rock or inside the tree or inside the soil mm-hmm. or being like I could feel the sharp, it's not fur, I guess it would be hair, but the sharp hair of the boar. And mm-hmm. and I could, and my, and the skin texture on, on the shark and the difference mm-hmm. of the texture of the whale. It was just like so, um, it was almost like the skin in our hands became, my hands became one with what I touched. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the pressure at the bottom of the ocean is so phenomenal. <laughs> uh-huh. it's, it's, oh, it's just amazing. Thank you so much, Pam. Oh, well, you're totally welcome. Of course. Thank you. Not sure if you heard that. Thank you, Kathy. Does anyone else have a story or experience that they'd like to share? And if you do, press star five, please. Okay. We can do questions, too. I got one. It's Jen- Jennifer, Jenny, are you there? Yes. Hi. Um, I wanted to comment on the introductory remarks because I felt a real perspective shift from Pam's explanation of indigenous soul. I've certainly heard about it and read about it before, and yet today it struck me in a very particular way, um, thinking about becoming native to the land where we are, wherever that is. My family and I relocated to a place at the beginning of September, and I have not felt at home, and I just... As you were speaking, Pam felt like I have been keeping myself like a potted plant and um, I need to drop the pot <laughs> and let my roots travel out a bit. And mm. so when you were describing the entry into the perception of ether and the space between leaves, maybe you said something like that, I um, became very aware of anxiety in my low belly and it was like a heartbeat just incredible anxiety and tightness and over the course of the the rattling and I didn't I didn't have a journey so much as I just had a big awareness of my body in the moment and the melting of that tension in my belly a little bit Um, Mm -hmm. so thank you for that Mm -hmm. great is this Jenna Isabel that yes hi (laughs) hi Hi, I thought so. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you, you know, it's 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 um it's a hard thing to to change locations, and especially if you moved from a place that you loved, and now you're going into a new place. And uh, um, so I, I I I hear what you're saying, and yet, there, you know, there's something amazing about every single landscape and every. I mean, you've got the beautiful ocean all around you there, and um, uh, but 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 yeah. So I'm well. Hopefully this. Anxiety that you felt in your belly that lessened up a little bit. Perhaps, you know, maybe you can just let that kind of melt right on into um, into the space between everything, and, and so. see, see if you can find see if you can find home there in the space between. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Do you know what I mean by that? By finding home in the space between instead of instead of like the physical things that are around you. It's like, what's in the space? Because the space is wherever you go. So if you can find yourself being at home in the space, or ether, if we want to call it ether, um, the extension of that is spirit. The spirit lives within the ether. That space is everywhere, and no matter where you go. And, and that's very different than than the physical space of the trees and the plants, and even though that's important too. But So I'm just going to offer you that, that that the space between is where you'll really find home, ultimately. So, Thank you. Yeah. And don't, forget, really, and really don't forget. Don't forget with April because she'll help you feel it. 
in Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Anyone else? I keep forgetting to unmute me, so you can't hear me as I'm speaking. But um, <laughs> thank you, Jenny, for um, asking that. That was a really helpful question. And Pam, that idea of finding home in the space between, that's so powerful. Um, so Kathy, you have your hand raised again, so let's go to you. Yes, um, and, and when you asked me the question, um, Pam, about, you know, becoming anything, I really thought about it afterwards, and it was, the, my, my, my feeling was that what happened is as, the, as ether allowed for the space, it was, it was being with the water that allowed me to go into the veins of the plants and into everything. So it was, for me, it was like water took me everywhere and ether made it possible. Uh-huh. Okay. Would be a better explanation for, from what I said. So I just wanted to come back and say that. Okay. And then just say, hi, Jen. <laughs> hi, Cassie. Thank you. Yes. And we have um, Pamela. Are you there, Pamela? Hello, Pam and Jen. Um, Pamela? Yes. Yeah. Good to hear your voice. Yeah. And so what happened for me is um it's a reminder for me yeah uh, of my indigenous self mm-hmm. and uh the knowledge the power the healing uh, great ability there mm-hmm. um which i have forgotten and uh Showing me that um, it's not something I have to force. Right. It's a matter of remembering it, letting it flow through into the present. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's it. Good. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Pamela. So one of the things when we share our stories is that the people who listen become the witnesses, and we mm-hmm. can um, we provide uh, power behind those words. And um, so Pamela, I just want to say, I like aho to everything you just said, and I will remind you of that power that you just experienced because for sure it's there. So I'm glad to see my lovely sister expressing that. Um, So I'm not seeing any other hands raised at this moment. So I would like to actually share my experience, um, which was similar to Pamela's, in that for me when we went into uh, the space of the indigenous soul, everything was so large. And it was not just large physically, but large energetically. So I could really feel that aliveness and that vibrancy and the deep, deep connection and so as a person, there was I had access to way more than what I have access to, or at least I think I have access to at this moment in time. But also the trees and the plants around me were much more magnanimous. They, they had so much more power around them and were more vibrant and 
you know, everything, the whole environment, the sounds, the smells, all around it just had such a aliveness and vibrancy that, um, and really, if I want to tap into it, it was really just this that element of love that was mm-hmm. free-flowing um, between all, and um, and I know it's all there to begin with, but just when we can tap into, when we can remember, as you say, Pam, when we can remember, it um, it unlocks doorways and unlocks the world so that we can be really all that we can be, which also allows our environment and everything in our world to be what they are capable of being, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you, Pam, for that opportunity. Mm. You're welcome. Is there anyone else? So if no one else has something to share or a question, um, Jen, would you like to tell people about um, our upcoming, our other yeah. other uh, teleseminars that are within this series? The series is called Becoming a Nature Evolutionary, and the topic for the next um, several uh, teleseminars is the wild, and we'll be um, exploring that in many different ways. But Jen will tell you about a few of them. Yeah, so we have two more that are scheduled. Um, April 24th, which is also a Sunday, and these will all, well, this is also at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. And this one is with Rachel Corby, who comes to us from the UK. She is the author of Rewild Yourself and I forget, Pam, it's Rewild Yourself Becoming Nature. Is that right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so Rachel will be giving a, a talk again on the same topic of rewilding yourself. So I'm super excited about that one. Um, and May 29th, Sunday, May 29th, also at 3 p.m., we have Tammy Sweet, who Tammy is uh, one of the co-partners at Heartstone Herbal in Ithaca, New York, and she will be giving a talk on wilderness skills. So that's also super exciting. All of these will have the same call-in number and same access, though we'll post that several times. And they also will all be recorded um, and eventually available on our website. Uh, it may be a little bit until this one gets on our website. However, if you or someone you know would like a, access to this quicker, feel free to email us and we can send it to you also. And one other thing is that in our, not the little newsletter that just went out yesterday announcing this talk, but in our earlier newsletter, one of our visioning council members, April Fanhauser, wrote a story called, oh no, Letter to My Wild Self. And that came out of one of the workshops that Pam led a couple years ago. And so it was a, heard, oh, go it ahead, was, Pam. It was, a, it was a plant initiation where they were asked to, um, to um, write a letter to their wild self. So we're encouraging other people to also write this letter to their wild self. And if you would be so daring as to share it with us, we would really appreciate it. Again, uh, I believe Pam, actually I want to write because you've said it so beautifully. Um, As Pam said, when you tell your story, it invites others to tell their story. And when we tell different and new stories, we shift our paradigm. So if you would be daring to share your letter to your wild self, we would greatly appreciate it. It could help shift our paradigm, which we also greatly appreciate, and we would um, share them with others. So you can do that by emailing us 
And in case you don't have our email, it's natureevolutionaries1 at gmail.com. Or you can also post a comment under April's uh, article, which again is called Letter to My Wild Self, which is on our website under our blog. So that's my information, Pam. Well, thank you all so much for joining us today. And this is our maiden voyage. This was the first teleseminar. We've been wanting to do this for a while. So thanks so much for joining us. And it's been great to spend the afternoon with you and to hear some of your voices out there that I haven't heard for a long time. So, um, so this, yes, this is really my pleasure. And, um, and have a fantastic rest of your spring equinox day. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you, everyone. Goodbye.